Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Praise God, praise God. And with that said, let, let, me, let me share with you what I feel in my spirit. I feel there are those here today that just need an old-fashioned move of the Holy Ghost in your life. You know what the difference between us and the denominal world is? It's the move of the Holy Ghost. I, I thank God for his word and I mean it with all my heart but there's a time I've got to walk in and I've got to have the spirit of God to sweep over me I can't make it without it elder you couldn't make it to where you are today had it not been for the move of the Holy Ghost come on folks that's what separates us from everybody else. It's a genuine move of the Holy Ghost. And I feel that God is going to walk in here tonight and minister to some hearts and some lives as only he can by his spirit. John chapter 7 verse 37. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink he that believeth on me as the scripture has said out of his belly out of his belly out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water can we just lift up our hands and begin to allow that river to flow through this sanctuary tonight? Shall we, church? God, I come to you again this night. I want to thank you for your love. I want to thank you for your mercy, for your goodness and your kindness. And God, I thank you for what you did last night. I thank you for the move of the Holy Ghost that you gave us. But God, we're here again this evening and we've got to have something from you. We've got to have your presence. We've got to have your power. God, I'm asking that everyone that needs a divine move of God, God, I'm praying, help them to be recipients of your spirit. God, heal. God, give unto those that are weary. Rest. Those that are tired. Those, oh God, that are sick, healing. God, let signs, wonders, and miracles Woo! take place in this house tonight. God, let it flow and let it come from way down deep. You may be seated in Jesus' name. 
us to understand these two verses that I just read in your hearing. You've got to understand that it is that time when the men of Israel have come together for the Feast of Tabernacles. They have come, this is the last feast of the year, and they have come to give thanks unto God for the harvest that they have just taken into the storehouses that God has blessed them with. I don't know about you here tonight, but you're looking at one blessed individual. And friend, any time I walk into the house of God, I can't help but get my hands up in the air and say, God, you've been good to me. God, you've given me what I have. You've blessed me beyond measure. Come on, somebody. Do you understand about the Feast of Tabernacles? They say that at the Feast of Tabernacles on that last day, if you study it out, you will find that some say it was seven days, uh, some say it was eight days. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it really don't matter. All I know is uh, they said that you had not seen worship and you had not heard praise until that last day. Whoa. I'm telling somebody in this house that God has walked into this house and this is your sanctuary of praise and worship unto God. They said that the ground would literally shake under the praise of a violent people as they magnified and worshiped God. It makes me want to be there. Oh, oh that's, that, that, that's the kind of move of God I like. Come on, somebody. I want you to know that at that last day, the high priest would go down to the pool of Siloam. He would get in a golden pitcher. He would fill it up with water. And he would come back to that sacrifice, back to that tabernacle, up to the altar. And he would then begin to pour it upon the altar of sacrifice. They tell us that the praise and the worship had reached that crescendo. And then whenever that priest walked up to the altar, it would become deathly silent. And he would take... No doubt it was signifying what was to come. No doubt it was signifying what you and I have today. Oh, you ain't hearing me. Hear I'm telling somebody that with joy you shall draw water from the wells of salvation.
How many years had passed? How many feasts of tabernacles had been celebrated? (laughs) But at that precise moment this time, whenever the silence came across that uh, congregation, Jesus began to say, if any man thirst, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly. I'm telling somebody that you and I are the recipients of that prophecy that Jesus spoke on that day. I want to ask somebody here today, has God been good to you? I've come to ask somebody today, are you a recipient of that prophecy? I want somebody to know here tonight uh, there isn't anything uh, like the power uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, There isn't anything uh, like that river uh, when it begins to flow uh, out from an individual uh, and they begin to speak uh, in other tongues. Uh, Somebody uh, in this house uh, just needs to allow uh, the river uh, to flow in your life tonight. For some of you, it's been too long. For some of you, you need to allow it to flow in your life again. There's nothing like a great worship service. Isn't anything like a wonderful testimony or somebody standing behind this pulpit and preaching a great message. Now, I don't want to blow some of you's mind here tonight, but I remember growing up in my old home church. We didn't have a lot of the finery that we got today. We didn't always hit every note right, Brother Mason. And we didn't always sing on key. But I remember when folks used to sing in the Holy Ghost. Come on, folks. I didn't come here to lose you. I just come to tell you, I still think we need to get back to our roots. I still believe uh, that we need to see somebody uh, when they stand up uh, and the Holy Ghost uh, gets all over them uh, and it begins to flow uh, like a mighty river. Oh, I know most of us are still acquainted when somebody gives a message in tongues. But there's something about it. I remember when they begin to sing, maybe it was amazing grace. 
But they weren't singing it in an English tone. They were singing under the anointing of the Holy Ghost as God began to use them and it began to flow like a river. Sometimes I wonder how many problems we could walk away from and how many situations we could give to God if we just step into that flow of the Holy Ghost. I know some of you think I've got ADD. Oh, yeah. But I come to tell you, I do have ADD, but it's apostolic driven desire. And folks, when you get what I got, you can't help but get excited. Mom, you know what I'm talking about. There's more to it than just saying I'm a member of the First Apostolic Church. Well, somebody ought to let it flow. When's the last time the river flowed from your very being? I remember when there used to be hairpins. You know what? Mom's filling the river tonight. Come on, church. You know what? She's going to leave some burdens here. She's going to leave some troubles here. She's going to walk out of here saying, I've been to church tonight. I've been to church tonight. I've put my heart. Old Brother Cox said pretty much what I just made mention of a while ago. There was a lot of things we didn't have, he said. But he said, I remember when my, my baby sister was diagnosed, I believe he said around the age of 12 or 13, with diabetes. Brother Cox said, I remember she walked in that night. Those precious saints of God gathered around my baby sister. 
And when she walked out, she didn't have diabetes anymore. Hasn't been plagued with it anymore. You know why? Because there was a prophecy that was prophesied when Jesus said, if any man hunger, if any man's thirsty, let him come unto me, and out of his belly shall flow. Oh, I'm telling somebody here tonight that God's spirit is trying to do a work amongst us. Will you let him work? Oh, I know I've I've slipped on the pew, I've slipped under the pew. Folks, this is all I've ever known. And furthermore, this is all I want to know. I don't have no regrets being apostolic. Why? Because I found the river when I was 11 years old. And I'm still drinking from it today. It's everything that I have need of. Well, some of you ought to get out in these aisles with me. Somebody ought to shout with me. Somebody ought to dance. Somebody ought to talk in tongues here tonight. I want to tell you, somewhere, somewhere around the age of eight or nine, now I, I told you, I, I've watched them shout. They ran with me, they shouted with me. I'm just doing what they taught me to do, so. And uh, if I had a boy, I'd want him to do exactly what I'm doing or even more crazy. Let me tell you, son, I've never had drugs in my body. I've never smoked a cigarette. I don't know what it's like to get high because I've never needed it. God, I feel like running here tonight. Don't tell me that I haven't got anything. Brother McGee, I got the best thing this side of heaven. There ain't a drug. There ain't a drink. There isn't anything that could compare with this that I have. You know what the problem is? Too many of us has let it run dry.
somewhere around the age of eight or nine. And I want to tell somebody here, I'll tell our young people, there's going to come times you're going to have questions. Oh, yeah. But Brother McGee, when I was about that age, my mom and dad had some precious friends of theirs. They were the Johnson family. I don't know if we got any Johnsons here or not. The Johnson family. Now, don't get upset with me here. They weren't our color, brother. So I know it ain't your kin folk. But I remember when the Reverend Johnson passed away. And if you ain't ever been to a colored funeral, you ought to go. We white folk, we want to cry and mourn too much. Uh, But Brother McGee, I remember his son stood behind that pulpit and preached a message that lit that congregation up. The Holy Ghost moved. But folks, I'd seen that before. I've been in enough where, you know, they preached and they all shouted and danced and we all got happy. But I remember we were sitting with the family and after everybody had left and that family was going by to look at that dad, that, that, that precious companion and for that last time. I remember he had three daughters. They had on white dresses. They had on white hats. They had on white shoes and white gloves. Folks, I'm telling you, it's etched in my memory. But when they got up to where their daddy was and they peered in for the last time, there was a presence of God that sweeped through that place and those young ladies begin to dance in one of the most beautiful dances I've ever seen. And they danced around their daddy's casket. And there was something that told me this is that. I'm telling somebody it'll be good when you go through the valley of the shallow death. It'll be with you when you're on the mountaintop. But folk, it'll be real, whatever the situation is. Well, come on, church. Come on, somebody. We've become too accustomed to the ritual of church. Let's go beyond it tonight. Let's go beyond it in this revival. Lift up your hands and love him with me, church.
Come on, church family. Come on, church family. We've become too accustomed to two songs, three testimonies, a good little message, and then let's dismiss and go home. But I'm telling somebody that God wants to take us beyond that ritual here tonight. Come on, church. I'm telling somebody we need to allow the river to flow in us, through us, and out from us. Just lift up our hands one more time, folks. I don't want to get ahead of God here tonight, but I sure feel a move of the Holy Ghost. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. There's a move of the Holy Ghost in this house. Some of you, some of you have been troubled by the situations around you. Some of you have walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Some of you are facing situations in your family that if God don't intervene, it ain't gonna be done. Some of you have allowed the cares of this world to weigh heavy upon your heart and upon your mind. But tonight, God has walked in here and if you'll allow him, he'll rise you above. He'll take you above. He'll cause you to get the joy of the salvation in your heart and in your life again. Can we all stand to our feet right now? Come on. Come on. The psalmist David said in chapter 51 and verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence 
And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Folks, I want to tell you, the problem in too many of our churches is we've lost the joy. But upon the authority of God's word, I believe if you'll get out from behind that pew right now and make your way towards this front and lift up your hands, there's restoration in this house. Come on, folks. I want you to get those hands up in the air. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.